right, welcome to this week's episode of Two Average Ordinary Guys. How's it going, Scott? It's fun. It's fun. Yes. It's fun. What's fun about it? That we have multiple guests today. We have multiple guests. Yes, yes. we do. Yeah, who do we have? Well, we have uh, our main man. Ajax? Oh, that's me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's me. I, well, I, I didn't know if there was a segment to that. My main man. <laughs> no, I usually go like, so and so, something, Scott's something. Scott's awful at segways. Yeah, I yeah, really should yeah. realize that by now. Yeah, yeah. We also have TV producer Travis Gates. How's it going, Travis? Good. How are you guys? Doing great. Good. Always open up with just telling us a little bit about, uh, about who you are, what you're doing, that sort of thing. I am Travis Gates. I am a co-producer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine and a few other things along the way, mostly television. And I, yeah, I've been doing this for 14 years, something like that. All right. Nice. Awesome. Were you ready to play some games? Actually, yeah. Are you sure. ready to play a game, I should a say? A game. A game. <laughs> sure. All right. So um, tell us about the game, Scott. This is uh, superlative uh, if you had to. Okay. So okay. what I'm going to do is I'm going to read uh, four scenarios here. And what I want you to do is to rank them from the thing you could most easily do to the thing that you would have the hardest time doing okay and uh we'll we'll, we'll it'll be anthony myself and you playing travis yeah gotcha okay all right let's go okay so this is the first one you have hooves so keep that in mind that's the first one. You Having have hooves. hooves. Okay. So you have okay. to live with. You have to live like that. It's it's one thing to be hung like a horse, but <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> Clip clap, my friend. The next one: buy everything you see an advertisement for. So every time you see an advertisement, you got to buy this thing. Oh man, don't <laughs> don't put must. me on a Delta flight. Sky Mall's gonna have me all jacked it's up. It's a must. Here's a great one: the Church of Scientology is trying to ruin your life. I mean, Tom Cruise has already ruined millions, so... <laughs> so there yeah. you go. So there's Appreciate that one. And then the last one is, everyone thinks you're Superman, but you're actually just you. Oh, that's fantastic. So that gave me chills. That's like a Father's Day mug. Well, you have to, like, let everyone down that you... Right. That you, know, you know what I mean? You have to, you, yeah. That's the other side of it. Okay. Let everyone okay, say, you what just did we stood say there when those people died. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, okay. See, I was thinking I'm about to like save Lazy the Superman. Dad, fly uh, up yeah, there and save them. Yeah. Oh, uh, man. Can't do oh, shit. I'm the worst. <laughs> yep. I, exactly. that, that took me... Uh, hope. Versus reality. Exactly. That's what we were talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. So who wants to tackle let, these let, first? Let's let Travis go first. He's Good. the guest. Travis, go ahead. Go first. Try to put these four in order from you know what you think would be manageable to the least manageable. Oh, man. Um, all right. So let's go through. We got Hooves. We have Superman. And yep. what were the other two? Um, they were... The Church of Scientology is trying to ruin your life. And every time okay. you see an advert on TV, you have to buy that thing. Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already feel like the Instagram of the world is ruining everything for having to buy something every time I see something. Okay. So I feel like that's that's not manageable, though, because I'm not a millionaire. Yeah. Um, I think the most manageable thing would be the hooves. Okay. <laughs> I would I would definitely miss thumbs, but hooves, you know, like you could make that work. So, so you're oh, going man, all I'm, fours. Yeah, I'm going fours. like, I imagine I was going to be like a satyr or something. Yeah, I was picturing myself as like he, he, I was thinking of him as a minotaur, and yeah. it's not, though. Oh. He's, going, he's going all well, fours. That's, that's got kind of a sexy vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, you like, got yeah. buff and majestic. It's, it's really your pick of those. Yeah, Travis, have... don't backpedal on this now. You're a, <laughs> you're a four-legged hoof producer. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
all right. So I think that's that's up there. That's got to be. I'm going to put that at first, but I reserve the right to change because yeah, the more can, I yeah. think about this, the more terrifying every scenario is. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yes. Um, I think the Superman thing. Like I'm already a letdown, and my child is only six, so I can no. deal with that. Like we'll, we'll put that at number World's two. World's most number two dad. Number two. Mode. Okay. Yeah, Everyone thinks you know, you're Superman, like, but you're actually just you. Yeah, it's just a t-shirt. Yeah. Who cares? Okay. Um, man, I'm struggling with the last two though because the I don't want to go bankrupt with as seen on TV stuff. Like you don't. Right. How many times do you need to seal a boat with duct tape? You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had so much flex seal right now. <laughs> Yo, totally my covered house. my house. He's going to be here for a thousand years. <laughs> You're ready for the biochemical attack there. Yeah, exactly. How many um, sham wells can one man have? <laughs> yeah, I think. And I'm drawing the blank on the what the other one was. The again. Scientology, Scientology is after you. Oh, the Scientology is after me? Yeah. yeah. You know? They're going through your uh, all your records. and. So imagine a bunch of flat earthers with millions of dollars trying yeah. to ruin your life. Are they flat earthers? Oh, I mean, if you're in the Church of Scientology, chances are you're an idiot. So, well, yeah, I mean, you're definitely gullible, at least. Yeah, you're paying lots of levels. money to pull two tin cans. Right. right? Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Uh, I think. Geez. I don't know though, man. There's there's like a dark web part of that that really scares the mm-hmm. hell out of me. So I'm gonna put that at the last, and then okay. I'll, I'll I'll put number three as the buy everything I I yeah. see an ad for. Okay. So your bank account isn't that shabby. That's what we're finding. <laughs> well, out. He likes I, mean, I think I'd rather risk my bank account than yeah. my life. I agree with you. In a weird way. I do agree with Get you. Get your priorities straight, will you? <laughs> Sorry. You can't take it it's with not you. not Hollywood of me at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Anthony, you're up, bud. Yeah. Well, I'm over here struggling to be like, you know, on two hooves in a Superman t-shirt being a giant disappointment while the Illuminati is after me <laughs> while I'm going broke simultaneously. So You put um, them all together? Yeah, this is my life, isn't you're you're the one painting the image, right? That's so, right, like, right. I am a hooved man. Um, so, I, yeah, I, give me hooves, man, because uh, that's the easiest for you that, to deal with. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. You guys are insane. What? It, whatever, because I'm I'm gonna go broke on Sky Mall. Every three posts on Instagram is an ad. Every three yeah. posts on Facebook is an ad. If you haven't noticed, I just popped your bubble. I'm sorry. You certainly did. Um, <laughs> and, and the Church of Scientology coming after me. I don't want a bunch of weirdos with a bunch of money and power and belief in aliens all 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 up on me man so uh, are you a single man i am see what i'm saying so like how are you going to explain hooves you go on that date you got probably these great shoes on and you got to pop them off at some point you got hooves under there there are no shoes the shoes the shoes are 24 karat gold horseshoes yeah they're nailed to you right you're not taking them off yeah somebody else is doing that and if the scientology is after you you look important. You're an important guy. You're well, like almost a secret no agent. Yeah, no, presses, well, I'm gonna. All, uh... They're all. But but look at it this way: the okay. Church of Scientology is trying to ruin my life, but they also think I'm Superman. So uh-huh. would they really? 
will they really try to ruin my life? Or so you're really wanna... going at this as simultaneous. Yeah, he's yeah. Doing oh, it all. yeah. This yeah. is a universe. He's doing it yeah. all. This yeah. is a universe. Yeah. Like, write it down. Gotcha. Like, right. This is yeah, the, the, sal- the salad bowl of this is terrifying, I have to tell you. <laughs> Travis, we don't want you stealing any of these ideas for your next, <laughs> next project, just so you know. No, I, I, I'd actually like to see Delete it. Delete that file. I like, I, I'd like to see it. No, dope. Type it up right now. Is this being transcribed? <laughs> um, so, so yeah, hooves, hooves, most manageable. Second most manageable, actually dealing with the Church of Scientology yeah. because I'll just call them idiots and piss them off, and then maybe they'll just give up. Yeah. And then um, I'm going to buy everything from Sky Mall. Um, and then the worst thing, though, is I'm actually just me. Like, I don't want to be a disappointment, man. I'm a Libra. I'm already a people pleaser, and everybody is just going to expect me to do something, and then I'll try to do my best, but I just may not. This is like his fifth time on the podcast. Like three times ago, he's like, I'm so it's done true. with those I, guys. I hope they don't ever call me again. I found the only thing that, that Anthony and I have in common is that we're both Libras. That's that's it. <laughs> so, John, where are you that at? That is it. This? John, where are you going? So, for me, I think the easiest one's going to be the buy everything because I'm super good at just tuning out. I, I'm I'm done with Facebook. Yeah. Um, Instagram's only a necessity. I would just pay somebody to run Instagram for me. And then I would just, I would have my wife buy up everything on DVDs. I didn't even think of that because I cut the cord like years ago yeah. and I pay for no ads on my Hulu and yep. stuff. So I can me watch too. Brooklyn Nine-Nine exactly. with no ads. Totally. So. There you go. We did as well. So that would be the easiest for me because I can totally detach. Yeah, okay. see, I'd be fine too. Um, second for me would probably be... Um, Let's go with, uh, similar to Anthony's reasoning, I I think the the Scientology people are absolutely crazy. I don't want them after me, but I don't think I'm famous enough to matter, right? Okay. I think it only matters if you're super famous, because all they're going to do is spend a bunch of money to say... Hey, John's never made it out of Northwest Ohio, so so you're what, they're what trying to ruin about? your life. So you think you're just going to get roasted and shamed for yeah. existing? And no one's googling me, so it's all good. But they're that, trying to the ruin truth. your life. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to. You, they found you though. That <laughs> means you've found. already been found. So yeah. you may or may not have been a big deal, but they are locked so on. So now you. I can go to the anti-Scientology people. So Christianity, Ooh, who the fundraise, <laughs> fundraise. <laughs> okay, and then I can be like the James Bond of. The You'll be side. the Joel Austin. No, of- no, 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 thank you. <laughs> I'm not that good of friends with my dentist. Okay. So. <laughs> that boy got chiclets. <laughs> so, so yeah, that'd be number two for me. Number three would probably be the, um, I mean, I'm, I'm fighting between hooves and Superman, but I'm, I'm probably going to go Superman just because. Sorry, I'm I buying spend, stuff on Sky Mall. I would, yeah, I would spend this as like I'm the. Uh, I'm wearing pollen shark, so I won't save the boat. But you know, this right. is a jacket for boating. I, I would be <laughs> the Woody uh, Woody Allen of Superman, where I'd just be like this neurotic guy that's like, I'm just, I'm done with my past. Like, oh geez, I, I don't. I retired. Go swim out there. I, I can't, I can't do it anymore. I had really bad, bad experience <laughs> okay, with that. Right. You know, super neurotic guy. Kind of put that to the back. Okay, um, I love that. Says one of the hardest ones. It's just being you. Just so you know that one of your hardest cards is just being you. <laughs> yeah. Step inside of me, and then you can uh, you can understand a little bit. A, so, that, so, that's really funny. We it's went from my daddy issues to John having an identity crisis. Right. <laughs> so that puts. Uh, Hooves. Yeah. Hey, I couldn't. I mean, I like shoes way too much, and I, I, I love my wife. Yeah, try to explain that one to your cobbler. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey, can you? And, and I can't imagine like having Amy. 
like have to deal with me with having having hooves. Like I I cannot be quiet at like six a.m. in the morning right now, right? So it's like I'm getting up, trying to go to work or trying to go to the gym. It's like five thirty. She's like, "You are so loud." And this is me with human feet. Could you imagine me with like horseshoes on? No, It'd be like no. click, click. I would have to move out and like live in a like a stable in the backyard, and then I could just see my family on weekends. So oh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a kooky thing, uh, and and as you guys know, I am the ultimate judge of this, and I get to award whoever I like. Right. Oh, and this okay. week, it's crazy, but Jonathan <laughs> wins this one because you guys put hooves as the your, your, easiest. your easiest one, and everybody knows it's the hardest one. That's the hardest one. Is it? That's why you guys hooves, lost. So I don't have to have big, long legs and inverted knees or anything. They're just hooves, dude. That's they're, they're columns the home, with like like elephants have columns with toenails. Okay, yeah. like they're they're. I just need to get around, man. Yeah, I, I'm imagining all the money I would be saving, yeah. like not buying Johnston Murphy all the You're time. You're like John McEnroe right now. You're arguing a lot with the judge, but. I ain't hearing it. <laughs> you, you yeah, the only benefit to this would be if you're really into tap dancing. <laughs> you don't have to keep buying shoes. Yo, happy feet. <laughs> yeah, right. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Travis a little bit about um, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine and maybe some of his upcoming projects. So, lovely. We'll be right back. Scientology prophets, you better stay in your lane. Let me roll up some green. and we're back can you uh walk us through a normal day you know quickly like what 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 do you do in a normal day when you go into work and what time do you go to work yeah so uh unlike the rest of uh, the country it seems um la is a little different because we have to drive or we in normal times i should say we have to drive um so our days don't really start until like 9 30 10 in post but depending on where we are for and that's just post is just the term for editorial um depending on where we are for shooting like if we're on stage or whatever they'll start as early um you know as six or if they have to fight daylight or anything like that Mm -hmm. so the actors Um, the actors are there at 6 a.m uh, well, that's the beauty of it. For the actors, if we have a call time, let's say it's 7 a.m., mm-hmm. if they're first up, uh, they'll need to be in a makeup chair as early as 5.30, depending on what's going on. Wow. So, yeah, you know, there's a lot of regulation in terms of unions and everything. Yeah, why, um, why so long in the makeup chair? I mean, you're not shooting Avatar here. I mean, why, why, are, they, <laughs> why are they being made up for so long? Well, it depends. Um, sometimes, you know, they've got to go through makeup and hair, which is uh, some people don't know. That's actually two separate things. Um, and then also costumes and everything like that. So wow. even one of the things that people don't necessarily realize is that even a show that's, you know, quote unquote, just a comedy like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, you know, we still have all the hair, makeup, uh, stylist. Uh, we have full visual effects. There's a lot of stunts that actually are in the show um so it's it's actually a little more involved than what it looks like um just kind of soup to nuts so um if they're in there you know at at 5 in the morning sometimes 
you know, they it'll take them a solid hour, hour and a half to get through all that, uh, just because they've got to look exactly right and they've got to do it every day. That's and then, how it goes. and then you come lollygagging in there around 9 a.m., 10 a.m. And then what <laughs> happens then? So I normally go in and I've uh, my team has three editors and uh, two assistant editors, and then I've got a team on kind of the admin side, which is a post supervisor and then a uh, post PA or coordinator, depending on the, on the job, uh, on the production. So every studio does it a little bit differently on how it's all made up, but basically we shoot the show and then we get what's called dailies. Those dailies are basically everything from the day before. Uh, so everything that was shot from the day before has been processed overnight and then we get it in the mornings and that's what we start to edit with from there. Didn't know that. So those are the people I check in with first is kind of like uh, where are my editors and what are they up to and who do they need to speak with for any direction or do they have a director coming in to view a rough cut or anything like that. Okay. About how long does it take to produce like a single episode? Well, it takes five days. Uh, this is pre-COVID, of course, but because mm-hmm. uh, everything's kind of changing right now. But um, for a comedy like a half hour like Brooklyn, the typical shoot week is five days, Monday through Friday. Okay. And then f- from there, ideally, um, we get about 30 days to go through all the processes after that. Um, but... Uh, sometimes it's as few as like 15. Okay. So, wow. And that's how you're like able to have uh, content that seems, you know, conducive to the times. I always wondered like how a season that airs in, you know, a a show that airs in like September, October, usually runs till May, you know, if you had a mid season break, what have you. Mm -hmm. And then like, how how do they, how are they shooting the last half of the season with something that's current? I'm like, didn't they just shoot this like a year ago? But no, like it's really been like three months ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. And actually, Especially yeah, and with I'm, the on, time I'm on a different show right now called Woke that'll come out. Uh, oh, if, uh, yeah, with on, um, on Hulu this fall. Yeah, yeah I, I heard of this. It's I think guy, I've seen guy some from trailers. SNL, uh, Jay Farrow, right? Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually no. Lamorne Morris. Yes, yeah, Lamorne yeah, Morris. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah, you, no, new you girl. Terrible, terrible racist. I am. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, John's on Boom, today. Boom, I love Dang it. it. I love it. Stay That's the, the racist of the no, show. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I just I saw a quick uh, thing last night, and Amy was watching, like, that new The Great or whatever on Hulu about, like, <laughs> Catherine yeah. the Great or whatever, and, the, and I just saw a clip, and I, I assumed it was Jay Farrow, so my apologies. Yeah, yeah. No, same age group and everything. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's Lamorne Morris, and he's. What's interesting, the reason I bring that up is because, um, you know, we had shot this in Vancouver, and it was due to come out in like I want to say November, and then the Black Lives Matter movement really picked up steam with everything that's going on, and the whole premise of the show had to shift a little bit to be relevant. So it's it's interesting in that, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but the whole premise of the show is that this um, cartoonist basically has his world turned upside down uh, and becomes woke. He's an African-American and he, he experiences a few things and his world kind of gets flipped and he, quote unquote, becomes woke. But the way in which it was dealt with was really relevant six months ago. But now it's like, oh, 
this we need to make this a much more current conversation okay um you know and you and we're all aware of how fast things change yeah so um so you know that's one of the the things that's been really interesting about that that particular project is the writers have been adjusting in post which is you know luckily they had a really good groundwork and they're lucky in that because we couldn't shoot anything anyway if we wanted to because right. of covid yeah. So that's one of those scenarios where you're going to watch it and be like, wow, how did they like, how is it that current? You know, well, that's because, you know, we're busy hustling on the post side to adapt, basically. Gotcha. So th that kind of like leads into uh, now that we know that a lot of it was done in post because you couldn't reshoot anything. My One of my questions was, is like, how do you rewrite for that because uh, you had themes in those episodes where obviously there's you know dialogue uh, scenes things that, that were very specific at that time and to change that in post that's that's not easy to do yeah. especially whilst trying to also stay relevant that's why I think like it's it's actually beautiful that you're you're working on something that uh, is very malleable how did that work for you and then like how did you get into that to begin with so um in terms of adjusting and everything, I I was really lucky. I don't know if you guys remember a show a while back called Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. Yeah, I remember Kristen that. Ritter. Yeah, for sure. The creator of that show, her name is Nanachka Khan, and Nach would always say that she loved – she's a writer by trade, and she would always say that she loved Post because Post was the final – phase of writing and i've kind of stuck with that through the whole of my career because it's really true it's like you can change obviously you don't want to change too much because you're you know a little bit painted into a corner with what you've shot yeah. but um you can do a lot of adjustments uh with additional dialogue record with adr and stuff like that at the end um you know and you can although actors don't always love to do it um you know, you could cut away and be off of a of a person talking so that you can put that dialogue in underneath it mm -hmm. and really change a scene. You know, that's kind of the quote unquote magic of editing um, is that you can make adjustments like that and rewrite a little bit here and there uh, to kind of guide things, you know, one way or the other. Uh, and sometimes you get into post and you realize like, oh, you know what, that was actually really working on stage or on set, and now it's not actually working the way we wanted it to cut together. So let's make some adjustments and, you know, and really go in and, you know, just go frame by frame and see how we can make this the way they want it, you know? Okay. So, yeah. so then, then I would say you guys work even closer than with the writers when something like this is happening. Yeah, totally. And it's, it's really interesting, too, because TV – you know, it's it's changing like crazy due to streaming and everything else. But TV is really a, a writer's medium uh, in the sense that they have, as opposed to films and other things, they have control as the producers. So that's one of the reasons I specified like what a what a producer does, because they're mm -hmm. kind of different um, in television. A producer is the writer. A producer is like if you see executive producer nine times out of 10, they are either in charge of the people who brought it to actually be made like in development or they are the writers. So they're like, when you watch Brooklyn nine, nine and you see that not a doctor come up at the end or mm -hmm. the Fremulon. Yeah. Those two producers, Mike Schur and Dan Gore 
are the writers. Like the, those guys are the lead showrunners of the show. Dan Gore, especially now in the later seasons. Yeah, I was and, say, he definitely got it yeah, in the last two. Yeah, and they, though, what what they say goes. It's their ship. They are running it, and that's you know, that's that's their thing. Even though they're technically quote unquote writers, mm-hmm. as producers, they're the ones running it. So like, if you get on a film. It's a little bit different. A lot of times I've had friends who write films and, you know, it's an amazing opportunity, but they're ignored on set. It's like, oh, I, I was the writer on this. I can give you some insight on that. And the director and whoever are just like, yeah, 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 it's fine. All right, we're going to take a quick break and then come back. We're going to get a little more uh, personal. Great. Cool. Let's All do right. and we're back so uh if you could pick three hollywood actors and i'm sure that travis is going to have a little bit more of an insight here because we're just going to be strictly guessing he's got a little bit of experience but if you could pick any three actors currently yeah that could be your friend Mm -hmm. based on who you think would actually be a legitimate good friend to you definitely who would that be let's start uh start with anthony dave chappelle okay dave chappelle and dave chappelle only dave chappelle (laughs) only dave chappelle (laughs) Okay, uh, and and there's not a reason really why I actually just don't get into uh, actors, celebrities that uh, it, it getting into their real lives. I mm-hmm. think uh, it, I, I can't really invest in other people that way. Gotcha. But if I were to run into Dave at like a bar or something, he looked like he'd be that cool ass dude to have a conversation with. And then just hearing from like his content, mm-hmm. uh, especially. Uh, what was the the most recent thing that he did with in reference to like George Floyd and stuff? And he went. It wasn't even. It wasn't a stand up, but it was like a bit where he really just grieved his aired out his his grievances and his mm-hmm. frustrations. Yeah. It was masterful, you know, yeah. just like what he does as He's... as a person, as a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. You know, the 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 you know, take no prisoners, self made. You know, f the man came back and really did his own thing and was successful yeah. while taking those risks. Mm-hmm. I would just love to be like underneath that wing one day and you might be able to run into him because he lives outside of dayton yep so. <laughs> i mean i honestly the comedy wise he is the king of the ring I yeah mean, period uh, hands there's, down. there's no nobody higher really yeah i mean there's uh, there's a lot of funny people out there for there sure is a lot of funny people but like he's I, the king you know and I, and I find myself uh relating to comedians because you know you can be uh like how he was in that bit where he was clearly frustrated and pissed off, but he didn't miss a step. Mm-hmm. And like, that's all I want to do in, in real life is just, I could still be me. Yeah. Still do what I have to do. Be successful. No apologies. And, but still be vulnerable. Right. And real like that. Not Dave would be a good homie. Yeah. What, what about you, Scott? These are actors now. Actors. Yes. Well, Chappelle was an actor. He's in Half Baked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm just saying, but actors. But you just pick one, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, it. I, I really can't invest into. Uh, I'll, I'll like pick that. my three. I'll play along here just for fun. Um, Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> just because you want to go to Lakers game or what? I think he's. Cool. I think you just would be two I, I grumpy cool. old I, white guys together. I've seen. That'd I've seen. That's it could be. But um, <laughs> I, you know, I've seen lots of interviews. Like yeah. him. Think he's down to earth. Cool. 
Yeah. Uh, DiCaprio. Okay. Go with DiCaprio on that one. Yep. I think he's uh, one of the better ones from, uh, you know, it seems more fun to hang out with. I don't think he's the best of our generation, but right. I think he's cool. And then I'm going to go with Tom Cruise just because I want to come around with Tom Cruise and hang out with you and take you places with Tom Cruise because he's a Scientologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then watch him ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. So was, you want him to I don't, want him to, conver- I don't <laughs> want him to convert you. Full yeah. circle. Dude. I just want you to think about it. That's all. That's all. That's you, you, all. Want, you want me to hold the e-meter, right? I, just, I want you yeah. to hold that thing, and I'm yeah. going to ask you some tough questions. Yep. But we could get to seeing you if you are, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I can be in a really bad movie. If you're honest movie. enough. All right. Uh, how about you, Travis? Just, for just $50,000, we can get you to Xenia. That's, that's right. That's right. We can, we can kill 35 Thetans right now. So. That's right. Oh, you know a lot um, about it. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know a lot about a, different, a lot of different religions. <laughs> Um, yeah, I tried to steer clear of the Scientology thing. I've got to be honest. There's okay. enough of it in this town that kind of scares the hell out of me. So yeah. I didn't go that. We'll, we'll pick you up, Travis. And we'll take you. Uh, you take yeah, You can hang out with Tom Cruise and Scott and myself. <laughs> I'm not getting on your boat. That's not going to happen. But it's um, the implication. <laughs> so, so you you chose a really good one in Dave Chappelle. I think that's like because I kind of skewed toward the comedy thing anyway. But my version of that is Patton Oswalt. Okay. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I think I think you just like kind of want to be Dave, there for him some days. <laughs> I know, right? I think like Dave, he's going to be one of those people that will absolutely tell you when you're full of shit, and do it in a way that makes you realize like he's saying a, it not in a way to make you feel like terrible. Yeah, but he's saying it in a way that to open your eyes. Yeah, you know, and like I feel like that's kind of. And on a different level, uh, but similar, is is like my version of, of Dave Chappelle. So, okay, so Patton Oswalt, Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. is in there. Uh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. He seems yeah. like a real nice guy. Uh-huh. He, I think he just has a really good heart, and I yeah. think he's just one of those people where he doesn't... I'm the same way in terms of relating to Hollywood. I, like, I respect the fact that people are successful, but I don't really... I'm not a starstruck person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, frankly, is might be a bit to my detriment in my job. But <laughs> they're just people. They just happen to be really familiar to everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, but Keanu Reeves, the things that I've seen, I'm just like, I think he invests wholeheartedly in the projects that he does, and also, I think he's just like a good guy. I yeah. think like. You know, like some he, some lady accidentally backed into his motorcycle, which of course is like this custom, beautiful, vintage motorcycle um, in Hollywood. And you know, of course, the paparazzi swarmed her, and she was afraid to get out of the car. And you know, like these these, my opinion, but those are like the leeches of the world, oh, and yeah. they're just guys. the worst. And he walked up to her. There's video of it you can find on YouTube and stuff. He walked up to her first and was just like, are you okay? Is everything all right? It's just a motorcycle. Everything's going to be fine. And then, like, in an, in the same breath, he walked over to the paparazzi and was, was just kind to them. Like, I would have gone off on them. Yeah. But he, mm-hmm. he was just like, hey, guys, can you give us some room, please? Like, just, you know, really patient with everybody. Just really calm, collected. The police showed up. I don't know if everybody knows this, but LAPD has a very special unit that goes out whenever somebody famous or of note is involved. Okay. Uh, they kind of handle things a little bit, you know, because it is a bit of a sensitive 
situation with that kind of thing and yeah, how yeah. we unfortunately treat famous people. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, it goes both ways, but like it, uh, he, he walked up to the Sergeant in charge there was just like, what can I do? How do we deal with this? Okay, great. If she's fine, I'm fine. We'll exchange information. It was just like a normal dude. Yeah. It was like, yeah, I could totally see that. Just, yeah. He's a good, good like, pick. That's a good pick. Yeah. And then, Obviously, I'm going to be dropping like, okay, so, you know, when you were in the surf on point break, what did you, you know, like, yeah, I'm right, yeah. completely fanboy out on that. It totally is, shit. yeah. For me, it's going to be the the phone booth. <laughs> Bill yeah, Dad. yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what was Rufus like? And, <laughs> exactly. Did you actually eat the meatball subs or did you just go get them? Right, exactly. Um, the, uh, and then my last one is Tom Hanks. Okay, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's just like, you know, like I think he'd be like a good uncle to have. Yeah, he seems like a good neighbor to me. Like I want Tim, right? Tom Hanks as a neighbor. Yeah, yeah. Like I was thinking I about Tom Hanks, yeah. but I was like, I was thinking like, eh, I kind of want him to be the guy that I can get some sugar from, you know, or maybe <laughs> some, like a cup of milk or something. Oh, thank you for specifying. I did. I went. Yeah, I was going to say like, ooh, well, like, I don't oh, know, because current events okay. with Tom Dude, Hanks you right almost, now. You too. almost got canceled. I almost did get canceled. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> So those are my three. Yeah, those All are right. good ones. Mine could still beat up your three, but that's that's beside the point. That's not oh, that's not the contest. Oh, is this a throwdown? <laughs> that no, was not a throwdown. Not a throwdown. Scott's just trying to win. Oh, I'm just yeah. trying to win. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah, this isn't a game. It's not a game. Okay. It's not, this isn't a game. All right, this isn't a game. <laughs> so uh, I'll finish up with mine. mine. I can't wait. And mine uh, number one for me would be Terry Crews. Yeah, that was oh, going to be oh. one if I had to like really like, come up with something if that's i could be good, friends with anybody in hollywood i think he would be like he seems like to me the most kind do anything for you like really considerate yeah. person i could see you guys paling around maybe yeah, yeah i would love to hang out with that guy i okay. think we could really i don't know please don't tell me he's a dick it's a good pairing it's <laughs> um, total yeah, asshole. travis he doesn't Actually, tip with anything. i was just gonna build you up a little bit he is probably one of the nicest guys i've ever met in, okay in town or otherwise he's just a really yeah he, genuinely he's always nice person like big, well that's great to know i'm glad we awesome didn't, yeah like, that didn't get shattered uh no not at all number two for me would be paul rudd oh see i was uh, thinking that too everybody likes him yeah he, could he be just a friend he, to anybody yeah like i don't know if he's real or not but like if if it's not real he's the best actor in the world so so yeah. this is how you can really like be of like what is he pushing 50 yeah and still look like he's 35 yeah it, like so yeah. actually between when i get stuck and i was like running through my people who i yeah. picked paul rudd came up yeah. but also like andy samberg uh -huh. the reason why they look the way that they do is because they're not involved in any bullshit right, like, you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah, right. they're not like in these scandals they're right. not in other people's business right. they're not getting drained constantly like those are their who you see travis Hartley, knows that's, about yeah. the samberg thing he's, he's <laughs> keeping very quiet right now samberg's <laughs> Sandberg's a good dude. He's okay. a nice guy. He's okay. uh, he's really he's more of a producer than you would think. He's more like involved and and very so he's very passionate. Yeah, and you have to keep that in mind. And he's just the he's a nice guy. And I I gotta tell you, I've worked with him or you know near in his orbit for seven seasons now. I know so little about that guy. <laughs> really. It's, yeah, like he comes in, he does his thing. He's super nice to people. He he respects people for everything that they do, no matter how big or small the role is in their in their world. And then that's it. Because like you know, with Terry, it's like wow, he's he's outwardly like on Twitter and he's on Instagram and yeah. he's very present and you know like he's America's Got Talent and everything. 
Andy's not that person. Like he doesn't, he doesn't do social media really to speak of or anything like that. So it's one of those things where it's like, Oh, Hey Andy. Oh, Hey, how's it going, man? What do we have today? I have this ADR for you to do today. And then I've got uh, one other thing that I need you to go review with one of the editors. Cool. Yeah. That, that's it. That's nice. like, wow, he's a super nice dude. That, that's great to I, hear. Yeah. I'd I, say. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about his weekend, but he seems like a nice guy. That's <laughs> good. Like, that's good. Yeah. Who's your third? Yeah, no, it's really good. My, my third, three. I was throwing a bunch of stuff around and, and actually Keanu was one of the picks. I didn't pick him, but he no. was, it was Keanu and Sam Rockwell I was fighting, but it uh, actually yeah. went to Timothy, Timothy Olympian was my third. Really? I'm terrible with yeah. names. So yeah. The guy from uh, justified. Justified, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, and he was also in like San Clarita Diet. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, yeah he's, he, he, he gave all cool guy vibes. N- yeah, n- nice guy vibes yeah. too. Yeah, like it seems like a guy I'd like to hang out with. I might have him confused. Is that the same dude from um, Deadwood? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, him. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, same guy. Same I'd be guy. afraid of his stare though. But I, I would, I would, if I was friends with him, I would assume that he would give that stare to other people. Like, yeah, he would. Like maybe Scott. He'd be like, why do you like <laughs> me this and guy? Tom Cruise as we sit across from you? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, who's gonna draw faster? They end up killing themselves, and we just end up hanging out again. That's right. That'd be fine. That'd be fine. We have a great story to tell. Right. Exactly. So they, yeah, that's my three. Not to derail further, but I have a question. Does yeah. everybody here have a what my wife and I refer to as an elevator list? Where uh-huh. if where if a person a famous person yeah. of the opposite sex yeah. walked in to the elevator and they it was reciprocal. There's right. this isn't some weird gross no. thing. Yeah, yeah. You'd be given like a hall pass. No, yeah. I, I don't have that list, but I used to have a list of the opposite way. Like you can't if you meet these people, you, you can't. Cannot. You cannot do it. And one of them's dead now. It was Prince was my number one. Oh, yo, I'm Prince like you was, can't do it with Prince. Prince He's gonna do you all good and weird and shit. And I just can't have that. Yep. But Travis, I, I would love to hear what your what your hall what your hall pass is with these people. Who is it? Well, I actually had to change mine. This is one of my rare Hollywood stories. I. I don't really have like any good Hollywood stories except for this one. Okay, right? great. Well, great. Um, this is fantastic. So my wife and I both both have them. This was a totally upfront deal. Like, wow. it was one of those like fun things. Like, ha ha ha! Wouldn't that be funny? Well, I got on a job and I was sitting in the office and I did not realize that my boss at the time was really good friends with one of the people on my list. <laughs> and so I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the Blonde mom on um, Modern Family, Julie Bowen. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh-huh. I can I can see. Okay, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was she was on my list. I saw her on an interview once after she did um, Happy Gilmore, uh-huh. and I was like, Oh my gosh, this this woman is not only attractive but she's super smart and she's hilarious. Uh-huh. Well, ever since then she was on my list, and Kristen like. My wife, Kristen, was like, whatever, you know, you're a schmo. Who cares? <laughs> well, I, I'm Thanks, honey. You're there. just making me yeah. want to do it even more now. Yeah. <laughs> Challenges. No, she's saying I'm, he can't get it done. That's what she's saying. I know. She's, oh, oh, that's totally. That's harsh. And she's that's absolutely harsh. right. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I'm sitting right. there at my laptop, and I look up, and Julie Bowen walks into our office. And I was like, oh, Shit! Like, would you like hi. to go to the twelfth floor? <laughs> Emergency this is a single floor bungalow, um, but I'm willing to make an exception. No, the um, and then of course you know she sees my boss and they hug and and talk and they're you know they're 
they're pals and it's it's this you know they've been friends for years and years and years my boss could not figure out why i was being so weird and <laughs> so she left she we just happened to be on the same lot as modern family at the time so she left and i was just like completely red-faced and just whatever and he was like what is your deal <laughs> and i and i told him the whole thing and he was like oh well you should never have told me that <laughs> so you know like i think a week went by or something and she was stopping back in after shooting modern family please tell me he in, put you on front he, street did he do it he put you on front oh, street 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. Yeah! and it was the it was quite possibly one of the funniest but also most embarrassing just 15 minutes of my life so fun fact if because, you did not want if you did not know what she sounds like like uh, mid coitus, she actually did the voices of the girls that were uh, in God of War One. If you did not know that, really, yes, oh she did. So there, you know, and if you played, you know, back in the PS2, PS3 days, oh like played your God. games of God of War, she was amongst the voices that so you can uh, kind of experience it. A yes, bit. so there it is. Definitely. So go and play God of War One. She's definitely. <laughs> well, uh, we know somebody is going to be sense. buying that game very soon, don't we, Travis? <laughs> well, what's funny is. I don't Tell him what he's won, Anthony. So, <laughs> I, now my wife's going to wonder why the hell I just bought a Nintendo. <laughs> Isn't there five um, coming out? Why did you get one? <laughs> Shut up. Um, no, yeah. And, like, she's, she's incredibly – she's just whip smart. And so she just – absolutely eviscerated me the entire oh, time god. And, you know did she try to like she harvey like, weinstein you or anything like like oh, oh god no so no it's just like okay here's what we're gonna do i'm gonna sit on your lap and we're gonna take a selfie and we're gonna send <laughs> oh, it to your wife and i was just god. like god okay uh, yeah you know so, so do you have that picture <laughs> I do have that picture, and can that be the promotional picture for this episode? That's what I was thinking. That's a brilliant idea. <laughs> That's the promo pick for this episode. Yeah, right I'll there. send it to you. I you will? That would be great. Yeah, yeah, this will be, be the one great. that comes yes. out on Thursday. <laughs> You'll see it too. I should send you a different picture of my normal face versus that face because the shade of red is very, very different <laughs> in both of them. But, I can yeah. I, I can do my best Photoshop editing if you would like it to be a little <laughs> bit lighter. <laughs> so he flat so, out yeah. told her though that you had the whole arrangement. Oh, hundred percent. Holy yeah. shit! He's like she she's gonna eat this up. She'll oh she'll laugh. Oh my god! Her and she did. And she thought it was hilarious. Oh my gosh, that's oh, brilliant. Man. Now it's always on the table, guys. Oh my, it's god. always on the table. Yeah, she, she always al knows. She always she knows. Always knows. She always knows. She's, she's feeling a little blue. <laughs> <laughs> she might come a knocking. <laughs> that's right. Best, well, it's also it's, a, it's also anytime um, that you have anything going on with your wife, just you know, just kind of be flipping through your pictures to be like, I hey, remember this one, honey. Remember this? <laughs> Get you right back in line. <laughs> What's I, the best part? I, you know, I came home and I told Kristen, you know, yeah. like I had to tell her. You're right. like, oh my gosh, she'll never believe this. I was so embarrassed, whatever. And she's like, well, she's off the list. Who are you going to fill her in with? It's like, wait, the list changes? Aww. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should have said like, so after we finish, we get to replace them, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Damn. Damn. Savage. Reload. <laughs> reload. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Travis Gates no, like, reloaded. 
I, I'm I a, want to see that. I now. just need to say this for posterity. It cannot yeah. be edited out. I'm a very lucky man, and I absolutely did nothing wrong, nor would I. But oh, the tape just ran fair... out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, still re- we, we still record on 8-track, just so you know. It's, it's just flipping here. Yeah. Yeah. Side B. <laughs> so, no, I'll leave that in for posterity. <laughs> At least for uh, I'll, I'll have a special link that just says Kristen's version. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so she'll she'll know right away anyway because she knows. Like I said, she, she knows the she's story. Got my number. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna right. take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll uh, we'll wrap up. All right, and we're back with the last segment. So, uh, so Travis, is uh, anything uh, anything you can tell us about uh, what's happening with Brooklyn Nine Nine or any other projects you've got going on, um, and where people can find those? Uh, yeah, the most immediate one is uh, it's a show like I mentioned called Woke on Hulu, uh, starring Lamorne Morris, and uh, that should be coming out like September ish, I think. Okay, um, that's on Hulu. So you know. That's on Hulu. Yep, okay. the trailers are out for it right now. And due to my world, I could be wrong about that air date. So just keep your eyes peeled for for that. For fall that does Change every now and then, and they don't tell me. Okay. okay. Um, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine season eight is in the works. Uh, they are writing it right now, and we, because of COVID, we have no idea when it's actually going to get to air or even be shot. Okay. So. It will be shot. Just don't know when or, uh, you know, under what circumstances. But, yeah. All right. That's those two. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on, Travis. We really appreciated this. This has been actually a really, really fun episode. Yeah. Thanks so much, Travis. And, appreciate uh, it. And um, Thanks for having me. And we'd love to have you back on in the future. <clears throat> so if, uh, if you'd come back, we would love to have you. So. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Awesome. Thanks for having me. This yeah. has been fun. Yeah. Awesome. So we got uh, uh, some incredible guests coming up in the following weeks uh, we have chris berry coming up next week and uh, he's going to tell us a little bit about a uh, jfk experience that he had wow and uh, then uh, after that we have john uh, esterly of rare buzzer talking about some guitar effects pedals that he hand makes so uh, some fun stuff coming up sounds good all right well we gotta go so thanks for listening thank you travis bye-bye thank you yep bye <laughs>